The following audio drama is rated R. To get the most out of our podcast, we recommend listening on headphones. Welcome to XY. Hey, Melissa here, creator and producer of the XY Podcast. Welcome to our second season, and we're kicking it off properly with a Halloween spectacular, my favorite holiday of the year. I hope your teeth are ready because we've got a jumbo-sized treat for you. Five, count them, five short stories. I'm exhausted. But our work isn't going unrewarded. We are still nominated for an Audioverse Award for Best New Audio Drama. So, voting is open until October 31st, so make sure to get your ballots in, and maybe, I'm not telling you what to do, but XY could be on there. Just saying. Our audience has grown a bit, so for those of you that are new, we are an indie anthology audio drama series. Each episode features several stories based around a theme, chock full of social commentary, sarcasm, bad and good jokes, and showcases the immense talent of indie and professional voice actors and writers from all over the internet. We here at XY focus on bringing you immersive cinematic stories of every genre. A little note, this is an adult podcast, and we do not recommend listening if you are not an open-minded adult. So, without further yapping on my part, I will allow one of our talented voice actors, Jonas Face, to introduce our Halloween spectacular. Cue mysterious voice. Tonight, you're in for tales from the creepy side of XY. We've got road trips gone wrong, reality TV monsters, murderous Halloween guests, poetry for the damned, crazy bird demons, and a beheading, or two. Our first story is Laundromat at Night by Black Rainbow Glass. Ever been in a laundromat? It's a lonely place with a lot of waiting around. Why not strike up a conversation to pass the time? It may keep you from losing your head. <sighs> Great. Nothing's going on. Oh, look. Another commercial. Too bad that jerk unplugs the Pac Man machine. <sighs> Why does staring at my laundry, tumbling in the dryer, always make me so sleepy? This place is kind of depressing. It smells like cigarettes, fabric softener, and sadness all at the same time. What is that noise? Another dry cycle? That's not mine. I've been here at least half an hour. Hmm, weird. I think that's a human head. Oh, hello. Hi. You're a redhead. Very pretty. I kind of expected some blood or something. Sorry if the noise bothered you. No problem. Are you okay in there? Mostly. Except the dryer is too hot. 
It was supposed to be on gentle dry. Oh. There you go. Ah, thank you. This is really nice. You know, most people, they don't even see me. And the ones who do, yeah, they, they don't usually stop for a chat. It's so hard making new friends. Do you want a snack from the vending machine? Or, I'm not sure if you have a stomach, so... <laughs> I don't want to be rude or anything. Uh, no thanks. That's nice of you, though. Well, uh, back to it. Thanks for talking to me. No worries. Stay warm. <laughs> Our next story is called Drive Safe by K.A. Milky of K-A-M-I-E-L-K-E dot com. They recommend to road trip responsibly and never, ever pick up hitchhikers. Want to listen to another podcast? Oh my god. Kyle, stop the car! What? What is it? What are you doing? Stop the car! Didn't you see that naked woman on the side of the road? Wait, what? I didn't see that. Seriously, Cameron, what if it's some elaborate ploy by a serial killer? Set a pretty lady up on the side of the road, wait for some chivalrous opportunist to come save her, and wham! Best case scenario, we're the next new traps on the side of the road. Are you serious right now? She could be a victim of him, or she could be working with him. I mean, statistically, serial killers are male, but... Or uh, there could be no serial killer, and she could just be a woman in need. It's snowing. Come on. She needs a coat. Fine, I guess I'll give her my coat. We're going to help you. It's going to be okay. Kyle, let's get her in the car. I got you. Don't worry, I'm not gonna let you fall. Um, let's get you inside the car.
We should go. I... I don't like this. This isn't okay. I mean, look at her. She could have died. Why are you so hesitant? Look, I don't need a reason not to want someone to die in my car. Well, at least her shivering seems less violent. Oh, her skin looks like a warmer color, too. Oh, her eyes. They're so... blue. Almost like they're digitally altered. The nearest hospital can't be far. Google it. I swear, Cameron. This is so dangerous. I'm never letting you live this one down, though. I've always wanted to go on a road trip. Yeah, well, now we're driving through a blizzard. Doing a huge road trip during winter was not a well-thought-out plan. Yeah, well, at least it worked out for somebody. Sorry, I... Sorry I wasn't paying attention. You were... You were right about her... About her eyes. Just... Just go! <sighs> Did you see that sign? <laughs> yeah. Drive safe. That might be kind of funny, once we get off the road and into the warmth of a motel bed. Bed bugs be damned. I don't know. I took the lead. Do you think she was, you know, hurt? Shitty husband? Really bad date? Bad road trip? I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. I'm. I'm just on edge. She, she makes me. She makes me feel weird. It's okay. She's gonna be okay. She's already looking better. Seems more alert, at least. Hungry. Uh, what? <clears throat> you okay, Kyle? You look... flushed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm fine. Here. I'm... hungry. It might be a little frozen, but it's better than nothing. I actually think it tastes better frozen. Well, we're probably about half an hour from the nearest diner. We can stop there and get something to eat. We can get out my suitcase, too. I'm sure some of my clothes will fit you. No! I need to feed now. Anything, uh... Anything you need, I'll, I'll get it for you. I promise. I just... I just want you to be happy. Uh, what exactly are we going to feed her? Anything. Find anything. I'm not going to give her crumbs off the floor, Kyle. Do we have any jerky left? I don't know. Give me your lover. Excuse me? I'm going to eat your lover. Take her. What the fuck? Kyle! Stop the car! Don't stop the car, Kyle! Oh my god! What are you? 
Our third selection is The Tin Man Cometh by Jay Reisinger. If you're off to see the wizard, could you pick up a spare set of brains for me? It never hurts to have a backup in case of... mishaps. There's a cyclone coming, Em! I'll go look after the stock. Quick! Dorothy! Run for the cellar! <sighs> it starts... wrong with me? Why do I have to be like this? Ugh, God, I hate holidays. Halloween sucks most of all. Actually, no, they all do. <laughs> Halloween! Bunch of strangers coming up to my damn door, dressed in stupid costumes, asking for handouts and shit. Thanksgiving! Having turkey forced down my face. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine with my cornflakes and lactose-free skim milk. Ugh, don't even get me started on Christmas. Going into debt on people that really don't matter just to satisfy some kind of implicit rule of holiday cheer. No, thank you. If I want the smell of pine in my house, I'll spray some pine-scented air freshener and call it a day. Easter, too. Psh, giant rabbit, colored eggs, fake green grass, and chocolate everything? Yeah, that says it all about a rise from the dead, don't it? I know if... I saw a dead Jesus suddenly sit up and wave to me. I'd be running down the hill screaming, Run for your lives! Jesus is coming! Valentine's Day, a deliberate ploy to make single people feel more miserable than they already do. 
Mother's Day? Father's Day? Yeah, that works. Let me honor my booze-guzzling, gambling-addicted, belt-swatting folks by giving them a Hallmark card that implicitly suggests, PLEASE LOVE ME! But here we are. Another Halloween, the worst of them all. <sighs> I don't understand me. Truth is, I'm not okay with being alone. Fitting and apt, I have become this house. There's no place like home. <laughs> They're right. This is no place anyone would call a home. Never felt like it anyway. But... Hmm. A little light never hurt anyone, I guess. Huh, that's kind of nice, actually. There we go. Now these windows scream, Here I am, and I'm waiting for you! Well, let's see what I have to give out. Hey, you never know, I might even make a friend. Hmm. Nothing but two candy bars. Well, better than nothing, I suppose. Ooh, I know. I'll cut them so they're smaller and I can give more out. And, uh, wrap it up? Yeah. Nice. Ah, perfect! Trick or treat! Trick or treat, mister! Oh, 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 of course, sorry. What the fuck is this? Why, that's... that's, uh, a candy bar? Like a candy bar slammer, cheap asshole. Make a friend, I told myself. Give people a chance, I thought. Well, fuck me, old coot. What the hell was I thinking anyway? Bang all you want! These candy bar slivers are mine now! Look, you little motherfuckers! Wow. Man. Where's your bag? That's your bag. Hey, I, I hate to break it to you, but that's just an axe. Hey, move your foot. I gotta close the door. <laughs> look, look, all I got is some candy bar slivers and you're welcome to that, because I am done with this Halloween crap and- <laughs> What the hell? Please get your hand off my shoulder. Hmm. <laughs> Friend. What? Uh, well, sure, I'm lonely enough. What can it hurt? Only everything. <laughs> yeah, well, come on in then. Take off that ridiculous costume. Well, are you coming? Who are you under there? Oh right, Halloween. We mustn't lose sight of that. Fine, fine. Keep your hidden identity for now, but... If we're gonna be friends, you're gonna have to get undressed at some point before the evening's done and introduce yourself proper. Ah, uh, I, uh, I, I didn't mean undress. I, I mean, uh, anyway, come on in then and sit over there in the chair by the couch. Can't believe I'm doing this. 
By the way, I, I like that upside-down funnel on your head. Good use of a common household object, I guess. Can I get you something to drink? I don't got much of anything, except milk. You want some lactose-free skim milk? Okay, I'll have a glass then. You ain't the talkative sort, are you? Well, that's okay. I'm not used to people either, but it is kind of nice to have someone to talk to. Seems a storm's coming on. Uh, too bad for those little monsters running around outside. Say, are you gonna say anything or not? Hey, uh, do you like musicals? Hey, a smile! So do I! Oh, I got an idea! Oh my! I have been holding that axe in the air ever since I rusted, and I'm glad to be able to put it down at last. Now, if you will oil the joints of my legs, I shall be alright once more! Sure, Mr. Tin Man! See? <laughs> See anyone you know? What the hell is going on out there? Wow, look at that. What a storm. Where's the fucking rain? Little monsters got it coming. Hey, you ought to be glad you ain't out in this. Should be grateful I invited you in. Hey, you seeing it? In a world where monsters exist, two things are certain. Love is blind, and no relationship is without its challenges. Tune in next for Monster World by Brandon Jenkins. Coming up next on this episode of Monster World. When did we meet? What was that? Hmm, about 12 years ago? I thought it was closer to 13. For Con 06, right? Oh, yeah. That was actually the first time we really interacted. You tried flirting with me in that line for hot dogs. Yeah. I was impressed by you. I thought you must have spent so much time to make such an amazing wolf costume. I asked if I could touch your tail, and I was blown away by the quality and attention to detail. Little did I know that you were just a werewolf. And probably put the absolute least amount of effort into what you were wearing there. <laughs> hey, I worked really hard on doing my hair that day. I even put a big bow on my tail. It's been almost 10 years to the day since the society's shattering announcement came about. Monsters do exist. They've always been there just beyond our shadows. The chaos and confusion and riots have quieted down considerably since those early days. Now, as we near the decennial anniversary of that historic revelation, we will be talking to some human and monster couples to see how their lives were affected and how they're coping now on today's Monster World. Ah. When did we start dating? Uh, 
probably right around the time monsters were made public. I remember it being over the news and the people all freaking out. Sheila and I had met up every year since that first one at FurCon, and we had already exchanged numbers, so we talked on and off. A little after the announcement went live, she called me up, and she asked if we could meet up near my house. And, and once our secret was out, I knew I had to tell him. I just wanted him to hear it from me. And I also had a really bad crush on him. And I thought, if any human would accept me, it would be him. I, I sort of had an idea of why she was calling when she did, but still, the part of me was a little terrified. I could still feel my heart beating so loud in my chest. I haven't ever had a girlfriend before, but I always had a great time with her. But what if all that would change? Why did she want to meet up with me now? Would she attack me? <laughs> Turn me into a werewolf too? <laughs> but I had to find out, and despite my fear, I was also really happy at the prospect of just seeing her again in person. Oh, I was so scared. He might just think I'm a freak or run away. I remember him coming there, and I remember it being a full moon, and I know I must have told it to him, but I don't remember what I said or how I said it. I just remember his mouth getting really wide open, and then a long silence, and the next thing I know, he was hugging me, and we were both crying. <sighs> Uh, sorry, I, I just, I can't even remember ever feeling that happy before then. She looked at me with her big, beautiful, yellow eyes, and I'll never forget what she said. <laughs> she was so cute and flustered. She went a bit feral. I never told her what she actually said. I feel like she'd be a little too embarrassed. But I knew exactly what she meant. What's that? Oh yeah, pop culture really got that part wrong. We don't really change to human form, we're just always this way. Yeah you are, you're always this sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh stop you, you don't want me to get all riled up, no one here needs to lose a limb. <laughs> Besides, we don't want to embarrass... Oh, we don't want to embarrass our kids when they see this. <laughs> well, guess the pup's out of the bag now. Our little family's about to get a lot bigger. I'm going to be a dad for the first litter of human werewolves. Uh, is this all right that we, that we announce that? This won't mess up your show or anything, will it? Okay, thanks. We've recently checked back in on Sheila and Remy and their family since finishing their interview a few months ago to see how they're doing. Sheila has given birth to a healthy litter of six. When asked how parenting was going, a happy but clearly exhausted Remy offered these words. There's just so much pee and shit and hair and, oh, everywhere. Next time on Monster World. Well... Being legally recognized and able to walk amongst the humans really didn't change much for me personally. As a vampire, I've been co-mingling amongst the commoners since the mid-1800s. The biggest change is that there are no longer people trying to kill me for no reason. 
like a certain someone over here. Uh, come on, man. How long are you going to hold it over me that I come from a long line of stakers? You honestly should just thank me that I was so bad at my family legacy that you lived long enough to call this truce. But, yeah, finding out monsters are real wasn't exactly mind-blowing for me. Luckily, most of my hardcore family members aren't still around. They just use the fact that no monsters need to hide anymore as an excuse for open season. So there's no animosity between you anymore? <laughs> nah, I never liked killing vampires anyway. That's kind of why I also always had a secret thing for this guy. He was so not like the other vampires I hunted. He's like super old and condescending, and talk about a lack of style. If he goes out with me to clubs or anywhere, he actually puts on this big cliche black cloak. <laughs> He's just so... I don't know, lame and cool at the same time. I couldn't help but want to ask him out after our whole blood feud came to an end. Animosity. With the humans. Well, I've never really been much of a people person, even when I was one. But with Summer, it is different. There's a warmth in her I've not felt from anyone else in such a long time. And the friends she has introduced me to have all been lovely, if not a bit plebeian. I've grown to not just see humans as food or foes since partnering up with her. And having easy access to murder-free blood supplies also does not hurt anything. <laughs> Has there been any sort of issues you've had to navigate during your time together as an interspecies couple? <sighs> like only a shit ton. I forgot V couldn't show up in pictures, so I made the mistake of posting a selfie with both of us together on Twiggle, and my cousin immediately knew I was hanging out with a vampire. What, with my arm just hovering there and wrapped around nothing. <laughs> she sent out the bat signal, and within five minutes, I was getting a call from Dad, screaming and cursing about how I need to kill him. And I was like, God, Dad, I'm an adult. I can make my own choices. They have actually calmed down a lot since they've met him. We even both went to my family's for Thanksgiving last year. And beside overstuffing the turkey with three bulbs of garlic, we all had a pretty nice time. Truthfully, there hasn't really been any issues for me. All of my previous girlfriends who were vampires were so soulless. What do you want to do tonight? Oh, whatever it is you want to do, my dark liege. Which movie do you want to see tonight? Anything you desire, most handsome master. Ugh, so boring. But with Summer, with a real living human, we fight, we argue, we make up, we do things I wouldn't even think to do. Oh, and the sexual positions I've missed out on. This may surprise you, but vampires are all wives are not very adventurous in bed. <laughs> so you would both agree that monster integration has been an overall positive experience, at least for both of you, personally? Like, that's the understatement of the century. This opened up the possibility for me to actually choose something to do with my life outside of our family business. Oh, and not to mention, Vlad here has been the healthiest relationship I've ever had. He's so grounded. All my other boyfriends were so immature. And Vladdy, well... Not a problem when you're hundreds of years old. Plus, it was really hard to make a connection when most of your life is a secret. But after you try and hunt down a guy, you really don't feel like you have to hide anything. <laughs> I have to agree with my little Summer here. 
coming up from the shadows has been nothing but a gift to me as well. I've worked part-time with Lifty now, part of Summer's advice, and I have learned to appreciate so much more of humanity while driving around and chatting. I even have a 5-star rating. Only 15 years ago, I could never have thought of spending more than the amount of time with a person than was necessary to lure them to a dark alley and drain their blood from their lifeless bodies. That wouldn't get me a good review. <laughs> oh, babe, I love your laugh. We try checking back in on Vlad and Summer a week ago to follow up on how they were doing and were informed of some heartbreaking news. A distraught Summer explained how Vlad recently passed due to a series of unfortunate events involving a new puppy and an accidentally torn down curtain while the sun was shining into their bedroom. He is survived by several generations of distant relatives and a stepson from a previous vampire marriage, Alucard. Next, we have our final guest, Ruby. We had already scheduled a time to talk to Ruby and her girlfriend for this show, but it seems they had a breakup shortly before we arrived. Ruby agreed to continue on with the interview alone. Are you sure you're still feeling able to chat with us today, or are there any things you would rather us not ask you? No! Uh, um, uh, sorry about yelling. I'm just a little nervous, but you can feel free to ask me anything still. So, how would you describe your experiences with humans since monsters were exposed? Oh, uh, well, it's been... It's been pretty good, I guess. I mean, I'm a demon, so we sort of have some bad stigmas attached to us. We're not actually evil, and we don't come from hell or anything like that. But that's how a lot of people still see us, even after 10 years. <laughs> I really don't like to bad talk anyone, but I am still a little cross at angels for spreading the rumors about them being holy and us being, well, <laughs> demonic. Um, uh, but, but that's in the past. <laughs> no need to hold on to old grudges. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on working towards a better future. Have you made any positive connections with humans? Well, I mean, positive can have so many meanings. <laughs> um, but most people tend to keep their distance from me. But that's understandable. I know I can look a little intimidating, what with my horns. And my skin is kind of the texture of granite. And we don't really come in a variety of pleasing skin tones. Usually just blood red to earwaxy green. Um, but that's not to say no humans have tried reaching out to me. I really enjoyed being with Gabriella until she left today. <laughs> Ruby's crying continued on for several minutes. We have edited and condensed several parts of this interview for time and clarity. Sorry about that. I'm ready to go on now. Um, I met Gabby on my way home from the soup kitchen I volunteer at about a month ago, and she just started talking to me right there. Honestly, it was the first time a human approached me for a conversation. Usually I have to make the first move, because people tend to be, uh, cautious around me. Gabby was different, though. <laughs> 
It was really great spending time with her. She invited me to meet her family that night. It felt like it might have been a little fast, but it was my first real friendship with another species, so I just thought that when humans like you, they just move really fast. Their house had a large cross on the mailbox, so I was worried about them thinking I was actually dragging Gabby to hell, although I try not to judge anyone's religion. When they opened the door and saw me, it looked like they might have been scowling at me, but Gabby went in. And then they shut the door, and it sounded like they were all yelling at each other. I try not to eavesdrop on people, but I heard her parents offer to pay her some money if she just got away from me. But, but Gabby defended me. She, uh, she, she even said she loved me. But that just made them offer more. When she came out, she told me she didn't want to talk anymore. And I can see that. I mean, I mean... Her, her, her family is important, too. So how would you say you feel about the success of monster immigration into human society? I would say it was a super success. I mean, think of all the monsters out here now that don't have to hide, and all the lovely people that accept them. It just fills my heart. As long as I can keep helping and, and meeting people, then that's all I need in my life now. I'm truly just grateful to not live in a subterranean cave system anymore. After several weeks, it seems like Ruby is still maintaining her positive outlook on life. She recently started a new job at a library, where she says her co-workers are very appreciative of her work ethic and mastery of the Dewey Decimal System. Our world is constantly moving and changing. As the march of time continues forward, however, we can only hope to continue learning and growing together in pursuit of a more unified people and a happy and healthier planet. Thank you for watching this episode of Monster World. And next, an All Hallows encounter by Adam Blanford. Beware of Halloween hookups. You might end up in a love triangle. Maybe one of the supernatural variety. Twas the night of the spirits we call Hallow's Eve. We give form to the horrors that the mind can conceive. Dressed up in costumes, we give a good scare. But some things are genuine, so you'd better beware. I went to a party festooned with morbid regalia. With booze, drugs, and sex, Halloween bacchanalia. There I met a French maid, red-haired, eyes glimmering blue. She smiled in mischief and said simply, Wanna screw? I'd had quite a few drinks and was drunk after a fashion, so her look, paired with her offer, ignited my passion. I took hold of her hand, despite the lateness of hour, to find a space private so I could, you know, plow her. She suggested the garden, and we went there with haste. With this buxom beauty, there was no time to waste. We disrobed quite quickly, I wasn't getting any younger, when her eyes glowed, glowed, I tell you, with lascivious hunger. My name is Ember, and I feed off desire. I feel it within you, like heat from a fire. I'll take you, my darling, and then I will feed. You'll not be forgotten for fulfilling my need. The succubus smiled, eyes of anger and dread. Humans are so pitifully easily led. 
Execution by ecstasy is unusual, I know. But your last thought, I hope, will be what a way to go. She grabbed me and pulled me fast down to the ground. The garden was quiet, with nary a sound. Save passionate coupling, pleasured moan and a sigh. When a figure most fearsome appeared in the blink of an eye. Ember was atop me, and on ground I was laid, so the succubus missed the fall of curved blade that swiftly, silently sliced her neck from her head. Her eyes stopped their glowing. She was, unequivocally, dead. My body was frozen, not an inch it would budge. My mind once cloudy, now sober as a judge. I lay in the garden, nude as the day I was born, when death itself spoke in a voice love-struck, forlorn. Ember, I gave you what resembles my heart. I'd hoped that this time, at last, we'd have a fresh start. But I was wrong, and it pains me to see that as the saying goes, fool me twelve times, shame on you, but the thirteenth, it's me. I wanted to run. It was no time to hover. But I couldn't stop saying, she was your lover? Death pulled its cowl back, eyes a sinister red that pale eldritch horror, he who was king of the dead. Together for two thousand years without fail, but then as it happens, our coupling grew stale. I just couldn't lose her, I just wouldn't yield. But Ember grew restless and moved far afield. She came back to me every now and then, but even though we tried, it started over again. This last time we reconciled, she smiled and said, If I stray from you this time, May your sights strike me dead. So I did it. I sent my love off to her grave. Don your clothes quickly and return to your rave, leaving no witnesses my normal M.O. But I haven't the heart, so with haste you should go. Live life to the fullest. Grinning death said, It shan't be long before the fates cut your thread. <laughs> with those dire words, he vanished into the air, and I put on my clothes and fixed up my hair. A red-headed succubus with death as her bow, jealously killed with a single swift blow. It is not the sort of tale that I casually tell, and all hallows tryst that shows love can be hell. We hope you enjoyed our Halloween Spookfest, and we've got plenty more stories where that came from. Our stories feature the voices of the following talented XY voice actors. For Laundromat at Night, Audibly Yours is our protagonist, and Shayna Waring is the head. For Drive Safe, Sarah Ruth Thomas as Cameron, Eric Umstad as Kyle, and Blythe Renee as the creature. The Tin Man Cometh starred Dan Gold as Landon, Adam Hardy as the Tin Man, Aubrey Poppleton as Uncle Henry on TV, Shayna Waring as Auntie M on TV, Blythe Renee as Dorothy on TV, Noah Martin as the TV Tin Man, and Self Sonata as the Feisty Fairy Girl. Monster World features the voice talents of Abby Michaels as She-Wolf, Brian Anderson as Remy, Katie BVA as Summer, Brandon Jenkins as Vlad, and Madison Daps as Ruby the Demon. For an All Hallows encounter, we have Adam Blanford as the narrator, Anjali Kunapaneni as the succubus, and Patrick Sokol as Death. And I have been your host, Jonas Face. Our podcast features public domain, creative commons, and our own sound effects made in-house daily. Thank you for listening, and... Drive safe.